Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Pixel It. My name is Kevin, and today on the show, we are talking about Far Cry 5. That's right. We have just finished Far Cry Absolution, and we are going to review slash just, I don't know, talk about the Far Cry 5 and the Seed siblings and all that fun stuff. So with me today... It really makes it worse, doesn't it? With me, as always, is Phil. Hello. And today we have a special guest, uh, Jamuel from uh, the YouTube channel. Jamuel and Game Library is a series on YouTube. Jam, welcome aboard. Glad to be here. Glad to realize we're finally starting and not like earlier where I thought we were starting. But Listeners, I've, I've... Jam's been talking for the past 25 minutes thinking that we were ready for him on the show it was mortifying <laughs> i've been rambling about i've been rambling about the game and far cry and and how spiritual we can get together but no i i, I have a series on the internet called game library which is similar to this where i talk about video game books it's not a podcast but it, it is it, i do my best in vegas i think that's the best way yeah. i can describe it <laughs> yep yeah and yeah so you're a kindred spirit in terms of uh, diving into the novelizations of of video games and really getting into the guts of them, it, it, I really it makes try, a yeah. big difference, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, the extra lore supplements that may or may not be canon. Half the time they're not, unless it's a Halo novel. But that's that's a fucking terrifying <laughs> discussion for another day. That's um, just it's such a deep well. Oh, so much Halo. God, there's. Oh, that that's that actually is one of the things that scares me. I'll make a whole thing out of that later. But my most recent video that was out at the time of this recording was Deus Ex Blacklight, which is great. Um, oh. And by the but by the time this comes out, I will have released my next video on Arkham Knight: The Riddler's Gambit, featuring an interview from the author. Ha dab. Ooh, that's Very something nice. that we've been talking about doing, and then we, I don't know, haven't. Uh, <laughs> I, I did, we did get in contact with uh, the author of um, of the Resident Evil novels that we started out the entire podcast with, and uh, and she she told us she, so we can we'd love to have you on. She was like, I'm kind of afraid of being on a podcast, <laughs> and, which is a totally rational reaction. But she did say she would do a Q and A, and if we came up with questions, so we just need to actually, you know do that because it's what a what a lovely uh opportunity that that, that is being wasted damn it wasted <laughs> the resident evil novels scare me not because they're supposed to be horror novels but because of what they are and what's in them but <laughs> right, right. I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this as far as interviewing an author it's a scheduling nightmare um i believe that i've, I've interviewed two authors so far the first was william c deets and i totally recorded that but wizards stole away my recording Totally. Of course. <laughs> it was... Mm, I, I don't know how that happened. That was they, over they, they a Hitman novel. Absconded um, in the night. It did. And the last one I actually successfully recorded. Um, but let me tell you, it's a scheduling nightmare. Um, you ask, yeah. and then a month later, it's like, I can probably do this in like three weeks at a particular time, and it only really helps if you're jobless. If you have a sure. job, good luck. <laughs> um, I've also reached out to the author of the Deus Ex novel, and 
after the video was released, he finally responded like, I could probably respond in a text email. Shoot them my way, I'll answer them. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll just make another video <laughs> on that. And I still haven't gotten a response after I sent them. So uh, with 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 what's going on in the world and with his own schedule, because he's writing like a billion things and he lives in the UK, I don't I don't blame him. I'm not mad. Right. Yeah. Um right. I'm I'm very happy he was actually able to get back, but it is an absolute scheduling nightmare. Not to mention the fact yeah. that <laughs> I, I messaged uh, the Arkham Knight Riddler's Gambit author when he was on vacation of all times to actually message him. <laughs> Seriously. It's just a bit of like, I'm going to go to the ball game first. And it's like, well, you have fun with that, sir. And it was a good interview. Was... You'll you'll hear it on the episode sometime this week once I figure <laughs> oh. that out. L- looking forward to it. The um, It actually reminds me of uh, when I did a video on XCOM and after I released it, um, the... the uh, the PR flack or representative for Julian Gallup, who created the XCOM series, just like commented on the video saying, hey, you know, if you had just asked, uh, you could have interviewed Julian for this. In that, I think that's the, like, the thing that a lot of us still aren't used to with just Twitter sometimes where it's like, oh, you know, those uh the guy who wrote a lot of your favorite uh vampire the masquerade source books that you read when you were in high school and stuff like that yeah he's gonna be your friend on twitter in like uh 10 15 years so just hang out and you you know those all those authors you're gonna be able to actually reach out to him it's it's just a matter of actually doing something with it that's the difference and making it work (laughs) just keep doing what you're doing and eventually something will stick you'll make friends with the craziest people it's weird, isn't just, it? You just you just keep knocking on doors. Eventually, somebody's going to answer yeah. and say, yes, come in. Make yourself at home. If I if I shit post hard enough on Twitter, maybe one day I, too, will be followed by Barack Obama. <laughs> Dude, I, all right. Am I the only person in this 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 chat who has not been followed by him? I'm frustrated. I know so many people like when he first popped on there and he was just following everybody. Anyone who responded to him, I didn't get fucking followed, and it pisses me off. I'm I'm actually not followed by Obama. I I hope he doesn't follow me. I I do nothing but like shit posts and talk about my series. It's boring for the former U.S. president to look at. He's got better things to do, like release memoirs and do his own thing. I don't know. Just do I whatever, I guess. Just yeah. make whatever. Make yeah. I think he's making Netflix documentaries now. I mean. That's a cushy job. He's yeah, he's he's keeping busy. You got to you got to give him that. But after being president of the United States, uh, you got to figure uh, anything that we would consider busy is just nothing for him at this point. Yeah, you got to do something so your hair isn't so white anymore from I all know. the stress. Yeah, you, <laughs> oh, God. you got to like reverse the process. I think those before and after pictures you see of the president, like before they were elected president, after they left office. It's so funny when you look at those. The only one who seems to be unaffected was Trump. And that's because he didn't really look like that in the first place. Yeah, it's <laughs> just like <laughs> that oh was my never God. what he actually naturally looked like anyway. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> It really doesn't. It's all spray tan to me. I mean, it's <laughs> all just... <laughs> you, you can't age Photoshop, my friend. You just can't. And we're talking about Far Cry 5 today. Damn right. And it it takes place in Hope County, Montana. And it is an open world game um, or a sandbox game. If you were born in like the 1980s, you'd 
you, you might still slip and call it that. Uh, I'm not call them sandbox <laughs> games anymore. I'm I'm a I'm a like millennial or gents. I don't know what I am. I was born in '97. I still call them sandbox games sometimes. Oh God, I was. Thank God, thank God, someone We're, someone's speaking sense out here. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh yeah. As uh, Phil and I were born in the first half of the 1980s, so yeah, I'm the I'm I'm the youngest old? then here. That's fun. <laughs> what did they uh, they say they call us? Um, um, oh god, uh, the Oregon Trail generation. <laughs> Oregon Trail generation. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. or whatever it is, where it's like we were raised without that, that crossover. the internet, but we gained it somewhere that, in that high cross- school or so. Yeah, the, right. That crossover between X, Gen X and, and Millennials yeah. is is kind of where we sit. Which it would normally um, annoy me to have that, like to to do that kind of you know you know splitting hairs. But I really. <laughs> Anytime someone says something about millennials, I'm like, I just don't feel like I'm a millennial. It doesn't, it kind of does make a difference to me. <laughs> it's like the, the word millennial in itself, you know, millennia, you thought it would mean like anyone born on 2000 or afterwards. That will make, right. That's what makes the most sense in my head. But no, it's like, you've got to do advanced calculus to figure out what to classify yourself yeah. as. No. It, yeah, it was, it was those who came of age around the turn of the millennia, which sure, I guess. Sure. Uh, I mean, I was in high school. Close enough. I mean, that's 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 a that's a that's a standard coming of age story. Yeah, um, I watched Stand by Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all learned something from it. We all. You guys want to go? You guys want to go <laughs> find a dead body? Let's go check out. You want to see a dead body? I'll go. Yeah. I'll go see a dead body if it means meeting Kiefer Sutherland, which still surprises <laughs> I me. Mean, he was in that film. That would be. I mean, that would it would be a mess. It really would be. It's like. He's all anger and rage, and I'm like, "Oh, can you sign my box set in 24?" Bam! Just <laughs> he's yelling about where his wife is. There's something I didn't. I only watched the first season in 24. I got to watch the rest. He, I don't know if you do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm allowed to actually review Far Cry Five um, why is if that? we were playing by the. By the internet's rules, because I never finished the game. Oh. <laughs> but guess what? We're not playing by the internet's rules. We're playing by Pixelit's rules. It didn't stop and me I from will say, softly the last time we reviewed a game. <laughs> that's true. You did weep softly, softly. Uh, into the microphone uh, about Bloodborne. I got um, real cozy you, with that mute button. <laughs> did you even wake up? I, I forgot to ask you. Did you even wake up the doll? No, no. Um, I only know what that is because of the uh, the video you recommended. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. We're not talking about Bloodborne. <laughs> not again. Not, no. not before another no. tragedy strikes. J- Jim, are you oh, here to mock no. me as well? <laughs> no, it's fine. We'll discuss that later when Bloodborne Two happens and something will happen there. But I'm just gonna um, I'm gonna start a riot. Like Bloodborne Two is gonna come out and like, yeah, yeah, is that what we're gonna do? Just sir. <laughs> Setting cars on fire. <laughs> Shots fired at a disgruntled man yelling about a Japanese video game. Yeah, exactly. All units respond. Yeah. <laughs> it's Gamergate 2. Oh, God. <laughs> no. 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 Oh, my God. God. No. Um, so, yeah, Far Cry 5. It's, 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 uh, my, here's my concise opinion on it. Uh, I liked what I played, but I didn't feel like I needed to play anymore. Mm-hmm. 
So I went up through John Seed's territory. So, and I, I referenced John Seed is the main antagonist of the book that we just finished, Far Cry Absolution. Um, so yeah, I went up through John Seed's territory. I uh, I shot him in the face with an arrow nice. a few times. Right. And uh, then it was like, there's something about the fact that there was like the two more areas and it was like, uh, I got to, I got to start over, I guess. Right. Kind of know. in a way. Yeah. 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 So, I, so then I was like, I'm just going to put it down for now. And then I, and then death loop came out and I just never picked it up. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's completely understandable. In fact, I, I can think if, get that. I think if I hadn't, uh, I think if I hadn't have uh, finished it for the second time, uh, by the time you pointed out that Act Razor Renaissance was a thing, I probably wouldn't have completed it either. But uh, yeah, it's it's huge. I think that's the thing, especially for those of us with you know wives and kids and <laughs> lives. Uh, it it doesn't hold the same appeal, does it? Those those. Right. Enormous. Like, this is going to take 75 hours off your life, fucker. Like, I I still remember where I was the first time I told a non gamer how long you could spend playing games like Skyrim, for example. And the look she gave me, and I was like, oh, right. There are people out there who are not just used to the idea of a game taking 40 hours to complete. Uh, and that's just yeah. kind of middling average, like the, just the look on her face. And I remember exactly what she said. I was dating this woman at the time. Uh, so she, <laughs> she oh, looked no. me in the eye and she went, 40 hours? It took you 40 hours to beat that game? And I went, well, yeah, the main, the main, the main parts. And she went, and that's, and you're good with spending that time doing that? That you're You're fine with that. That's how you spent those 40 hours. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> She just she went, okay, okay. And it felt like it felt like the girlfriend equivalent of I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. It was it was really unnerving. I'll never forget it. Um and then you just kind of naturally fall into this place where you're like, no, I think I think an objective or two here and there would be fine, but I don't know if I could spend 80 hours on the next game. Uh, what about you, right. Jim? How, how, what's uh, what's what's the extent of your experience here? Uh, in terms of gaming or just Far Cry Five, just alone? Because well, you know, mix it up, baby. Mix it up. All right, <laughs> I'm still in a position where I can hang out with my kid, watch him, and still play games quite liberally. But thinking about what you've said about telling someone, "Oh, I played that game for 40 hours," thinking about it from an outside perspective, I imagine their first thought is, "In a row." Which would lead to a lot of concern, I can see. Um, But I I play a ton of games. I'm working my way through Dread right now. I want 100% that, which is taking years off my life. Oh, wow. Um, I'm trying to finish this video. so good, though, isn't it? Oh, it's... Jesus, it's very good. It's probably the best Metroid... Metroid Dread. Metroid game there is. (laughs) I'm getting my words already confused. Um... It's the best Metroid Dread there is. Well, no shit. There's only one. Um, <laughs> it's the best one so far. It's Metroid, Metroid Dread. The best Metroid Dread. They'll, they'll pull a Red Dead Redemption, and instead of doing another funky little RDR title with a different R word, it'll just be Red Dead Redemption 2, the prequel. Right. Through me for a loop. No Red Dead Revolution or whatever, just that. Yeah. But I yeah. digress. Red 
Red Dread Redemption, Aww. the Metroid egg. Hey, we did it. There it we is. were clever. There it but, is. Um, yeah. I, I think video games are just a great art form as a whole. And as far as Far Cry 5 goes, I've beaten Far Cry 5. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with it. Um, me personally, uh, talking about the good first with Far Cry 5. <laughs> I thought yeah. I thought the gameplay is very tried and true. Um, they've touched it up a lot from Far Cry 4 and then Far Cry 3, you know, so on before that. Um, I thought the gunplay felt nice. The upgrade system was pretty decent. You do a lot of stuff because it packs a lot of shit for you to do. The driving doesn't feel right. bad. Um, the graphics are very nice. Of course, it's not a bad game to look at. Nah. Uh, the voice acting, the performances, mm, very good. You know, uh, Ubisoft knows how to really handle their money. Um, <laughs> there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good I could talk about. And then, what happened with me was I played this and I finished that up again recently, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's a game. Let me try restarting a fresh new save. And it made me realize, wow, this game feels completely different if you go from like a late game save to something completely new. It it it's more than a nerf. It feels just like you're having everything stripped away. You have no upgrades, no special like extra slots for weapons. Like having two weapons at the start right. is such a crime. It it mm. feels weird going from I need a pistol, but I also need a shotgun and a machine gun. Well, and can I? Can I? How is how is that different from how you would do it with just about any other game that has that slow upgrade creep that happens? I guess I guess it's just like playing Far Cry Five. You kind of come to use the upgrades as a crutch, more or less. It feels mm. good having all of them, and the variety mm. in Far Cry Five is another good thing about it. Going from a sniper, you know, if maybe you want to sneak this, or maybe you want to get a get the bear companion i forget his name uh peaches was the cheeseburger cheeseburger was the bear. Bear. peaches was the cheetah or tiger whatever the peaches fuck it was yeah peaches is the mountain lion mountain lion and boomer yeah. was the good boy um good boy far cry 5 kind of relies on having all that power so going from like this high level having four guns being able to mix it up easily to nothing kind of takes away from the experience i'll say that so far cry 5 talk like creeping into the negatives the replayability factor, at least on a new save, doesn't feel great. Playing through Far Cry 5 again, you kind of see just how some things feel weird, and I'm very in the middle about Far Cry 5, whether or not mm. I absolutely love it or hate it. I'll tell you that for free. It's like, there's a lot of good, and then it's like, why are the U.S. Marshals only sending like a team of three who are very ill-equipped right. when, right. when you, you should be sending like a whole militia? Um... And a I, brand new guy, yeah. a guy who has no business, you know, doing anything but stopping people for for speeding tickets. My He's my helping to cuff a, a religious fanatic. <laughs> my my head cannon for that to make everything just make more sense is that his name is just coincidentally rookie or they or she whatever you went with. Mm. Um, yeah, their name is just their name is just rookie by pure coincidence. That's all <laughs> it is. You're, that's that that's explains how you can. Do all this John Wick nonsense. <laughs> you have, know what? Simple but effective. I like that. I think that's good. Just some, if, if there's anything I've learned about reading all these video game tie-ins and trying to make them make sense is that you have to compromise a lot in what makes sense in logic. Right. Oh, totally. Yeah. So some, yeah. some parent out there just had the last name Rookie or named their child Rookie. Rook for short. Rook is a good name. I'll say that. 
Um, yeah. Rook's a good name, yeah. Rook, Rook is a good name, and I, I did think it was kind of clever, but, like, I thought the character customization was maybe a little lacking, and the only time it really yeah. appears is the wanted poster, which I thought, that's cute, but there's got to be more. Which is probably why they yeah, went right. from a static, do you want a named protagonist of Danny to be male or female? Mm. Um, Almost harkens back to Far Cry 2, where you just got to select who the fuck ever, just, like, a bunch of people. There was... Yeah, the one thing I, rem- I remember of Far Cry Two is that there was a guy from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I know because like, I used to live in Oklahoma, and that'll that'll tie into a lot of what I have to talk about here. Because oh boy, <laughs> Far Cry Five is certainly an experience. <laughs> oh man, and you mentioned you mentioned so, that uh, what was it? John Seat was the antagonist of the fucking yeah, book. That's yeah, interesting. They, so, they uh, very the, briefly yeah. mention. Uh, well, Joseph Seat is the is the well, he's the overall, a, but yeah. No, John, John C., they mentioned briefly the father. They do not mention Jacob or Eve, uh, or Faith, Eve, Jesus. Faith. Some, some yeah. religious name, Faith. you know. They don't, remember, yeah. they don't mention Jacob or Faith at all. They, I, there, there is a, there's a brief one line about Jacob, I think. Oh, I think um, you're right, actually, yeah. It's something about the, the, the mountains or something like yeah, that. Yeah, those were his domain um, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. There's a brief one, but, but yeah, Faith, not mentioned at all. Mm-hmm. The book is all about how John Seed is, he feels like basically the, the second most important person in the entire like overarching Far Cry Five story, the way he's kind of set up, yeah. um, in in the book, right? Um, and then when you get to Far Cry Five, um, that kind of that sort of makes sense because you're like, all right, well, his area is actually the he holds the actual town, yeah. You know, yeah, <laughs> he's holding the region that has has the town in it. Um, and I think it makes sense that they were yeah. like, if they if the if they if Ubisoft or whoever like said to the author, you know, Urban Waite, they were like, hey, listen, uh, probably the first bad guy that that the uh, players are going to deal with is, you know, uh, Joseph. So so maybe maybe focus on him uh, as the big bad John. For the novel or something like that. So people are really kind you of mean John, John. Yeah, sorry. They're all J's uh, and it's not cute anymore when you're trying to th- remember who is who. Uh, but yeah, they, they, I feel like they, they said something like he's going to be the first big bad. So maybe focus on them a little bit, get their blood pumping to, to take this guy out. Um, and you know, so, and, and jam going back to what you're saying. And I, I think what you're saying about the, the nerfing going back to like a fresh start, yeah. because so you're saying that like the end game combat loop with all the upgrades feels right. That feels like a good like combat gameplay loop. And then when you go back to a, the beginning of the game without all that stuff, it is a nerf in the way, it, but it also kind of breaks the loop a little bit. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it does. And also thinking about what you said earlier about how like you beat the first third of the game and that was kind of enough. Piggybacking off of that, it's like, if you do enough side stuff, you could be at that power creep, like at that level by the end of the first boss, you could have, you know, sure. four weapon slots. You could have, yeah. like, all this sneak attack. I forgot all the powers. If, of if you're a stuff, completionist, you, could, you can be ready to fucking beat the game uh, by the end of that section. Absolutely. Yeah. And one of the problems that kind of, you know, piggybacking off what you said, you know, um, after defeating John Seed is that you don't really get anything else after that. You get all these menial upgrades. You can get neat cars and neat weapons. But, like... 
one thing I found is that like none of them are really locked off from the start. Not to mention you can spend real money just to get the fancy skinned weapons Ooh, mm. that that transfer between your save files. But like Ubisoft money. <laughs> I love Jesus. money. Money, money. But it's like it doesn't feel like there's anything else for you to get. You've got a bow, you've got a sniper, you've got another weapon and then a pistol, and then you can tackle pretty much everything. It's yeah. cool to get it's it's right. cool to get all the, you know, the companions that come with each territory, you know, cheeseburger, peaches, boomer, and then all the rest. I guess Herc is also the poster child of Far Cry memory. Um, yes, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> pretty much trans- <laughs> tra- transcending time to become a caveman with a very bad accent, which just feels uh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Far Cry Primal's a game, but... That is a game. I, I also beat that one twice. That's, yeah, I'll get into my relationship with Far Cry in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the takeaway is that, like, Far Cry 5's gameplay is probably where it shines. I think Far Cry has always been about the gameplay, because when you start to, like, pick yeah. apart the story, it gets a little goofy at times. Sometimes it's okay, like, okay, weapons dealer in Africa... This is Far Cry 2, you know, doing some heinous shit. Go get him and help liberate. And then you get malaria, and that's half the game. Um, Far Cry 3. Crazy man. Colt, I didn't finish Far Cry 3. I'm I'm pretty much a, a pariah on the internet now. Um, <laughs> careful, careful. Oh, no. Uh, and then Far Cry 4, Pagan Min and all that. Uh, you know, Far Cry's been about those two things. Crazy antagonist and pretty damn solid gameplay. Like, I I can't fault them, because all their antagonists, like the main central ones, interesting. They've got a lot of potential. Good designs for what they're worth. Um, Good voice acting, especially good voice acting. Jesus. Michael Mando got, like, his big fucking break because of Far Cry 3. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I mean, Trey Baker's, you know, Trey Baker. But I wouldn't be surprised if uh, uh, a voice actor's name, who I'm totally not looking up. um, Fuck, is it? Uh, Greg? Is that who voices him? Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. It wasn't even anyone that you would have... Voice and likeness. Greg Greg Brick. Brick? He has a Y in his name. I'm going to cry. Um, <laughs> yeah, that guy whose name I totally didn't just Google right now. I, I um, remember that. Yeah, I remember it too. It's so clear. Yeah. How great Br- Greg Brick... Yeah, he is. Um <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be su- I wouldn't be surprised if a few years on the line we start seeing him more and more stuff. He probably isn't yeah, a lot of stuff yeah. that I haven't seen. But all this to say <laughs> is that as far as the gameplay is good, it does lack in you probably hit that cap a little too early. Mm. Um and it doesn't really expand much beyond what you get like after the first sure. like part or so. And then the other stuff falls apart. Like when I replayed Far Cry 5, like, I was losing my shit. My husband was watching me playing. We were both just kind of losing our shit. Like, this is a little on the nose. You know, Joseph Seed is like, <laughs> Joseph Seed is like, behold, a white horse. And the, the fucking officer's name is White Horse. One word. <laughs> yeah. They're singing Amazing Grace. And like, and this, this for my husband is also especially kind of um, prevalent. Um, My husband, he, because Far Cry 5 is about religion, I'm about to, about to touch into some territory here so if we have to cut it i apologize yeah but no we're we're totally go do go it, for it because it. we've already okay we've, we've already done a lot of the religion full, stuff full, <laughs> full disclaimer i respect whatever you want to believe in i might not agree with it i might not partake in it but i fully respect your desire to believe in it i think everyone is absolutely free to believe in 
whatever, whoever they want. You, that is your, ironically enough, God-given right. Yeah. Or otherwise, sure. <laughs> deity. Um, but my husband, this was a little particular for him because he's a part of a community called Fundy Snark Uncensored. And for the uninitiated, I love them already. <laughs> for the oh yeah, it gets great for the uninitiated, which is to say the audience at home. Um, Fundy Snark as a whole is about fundamentalist Christians, aka fundies, who take Christianity to a very, very well fundamentalist level. Um, and Fundy yeah. Snark is just kind of well, snarking on them, discussing them, and maybe poking a bit fun at them because they post a lot on social media. Now, funny snark aren't your like fundies aren't your like typical oh I go to church every Sunday yeah God's great cool kind of Christians they're like you ever heard of quiverfuls oh, they call themselves that yes. they call oh, themselves yes. that because it's like uh, I don't know ex- the exact reason but Let's like treat the woman's vagina like a clown car yeah <laughs> yes my God yeah and have as many <laughs> children as you humanly can which leads to very mixed results because. They get a lot selfish about it. It's like, uh, he's telling me a story today about how um, the mother in this one fundy family got kicked out of, um, like, the delivery room that her daughter was in because she was trying to make it all about herself because she was jealous that her daughter was having kids and she wasn't. And it was just kind of oh, like, what God. the fuck? And it's not like it's not like their children having children. Like, she was an adult. You know, the daughter was right. an adult having kids. But it's like... um. Oh, God, what was that one family he told me about? Um, the Duggars, who are very uh, notorious oh, in the Funny Snark yeah. community. You might have heard of them. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, because they had a TV show. Yes. Uh, what, what was it? Um, not 18 Kids and Counting. I think it was it that. Was, it was one of those and Counting and then... then uh, something like that. My 800 Kid Life. Yeah, something like that. Um, Josh Duggar turned out to be a pederast and... Uh, yes. <laughs> who's surprised? That, uh, that was a thread and a half where everyone was just like, holy lord. Uh, um, ironically, uh, yeah. um, <laughs> and so for him watching this, for him watching, for my husband watching the like Far Cry Five go on, um, and for also he and I had just watched Midnight Mass, great show, a lot of religion in that. We're kind of sitting there like, this is really on the nose. Oh, sure, this sure. is this is just like you could have done more. It's like, oh, okay, you're hitting all the marks here, overtly Christian imagery with the not Christian cross, which. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I joked when I first played it. I joked it was Scientology. Um, it's got yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, actually, it's got it a little feel of that, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Like if Scientology and Catholicism had like a very demented child, um, and then and then it's like he's watching. It's like oh, okay, checking all the boxes. All really Christian imagery, uh, praying to God, um, rednecks with guns. And then oh, most yeah. of all, Amazing Grace. I um, was just going to say, yeah. singing Amazing Grace. It's always Amazing Grace. I I, w- I went to church every Sunday for a long time. And uh, and there are a lot of good songs in, in those hymnals. I got to say, the one thing you can't take away, there's some pretty good songs. Why do we keep sticking with Amazing fucking Grace? It's, <laughs> it's the, I guess you could say it's the normie uh, Christian song. That must be it, yeah. (laughs) But, like, I don't know about you, but if I heard singing about God and it was in English, I'd be 99% sure that it's about Christianity and it's a Christian song. It doesn't take much. Um, Right. Like another game, Wasteland 3. Beautiful game. Um, It does Americana, like, post-apocalyptic Americana better than Fallout does at all. 
Um, highly recommended. Great CRPG. Is it CRPG? I guess it is a CRPG. Yeah, um, yeah, it is. Yeah, and it's also it's also created by Brian Fargo, who yes. was the uh, the president of Interplay when Interplay made Fallout. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's effectively the real Fallout Three. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um. <laughs> They use I mean, now you're 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 truly speaking Kevin's language at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I need to finish that game. I need to finish that game, play the DLC. But the point I'm trying to make is that um, when dealing with religion in Wasteland Three, they didn't stick with Amazing Grace. They made a a banging ass like cover of Down in the Valley to Pray, um, uh, washed in the blood of oh. the Lamb. Yeah, Watching the go. blood of the lamb, and when I heard, heard when at the very beginning of this of the game, the first mission, you you hear a radio, and it's washed of the, in the blood of the lamb. Is like, oh man, this this slaps, and it's also really weird. Uh-huh. What is going on here? What is going on with this? Song? <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying. There's so many good things in there, and they just always go with a lazy, obvious choice. There's so much good shit out there that is spooky as fuck. Christianity is spooky as fuck, especially if you're Southern. Southern oh, Gothic oh, Christianity Jesus. is terrifying. Oh my god, yes. I, I lived in Oklahoma. That's very deep south. I... And, I love that photo you put in the chat. Phil, yeah. Phil's, Phil's, Phil's a, Phil's a Georgia boy. Oh yeah. man! <laughs> <laughs> but, but all this suffice to say is that, like, when it comes to Far Cry, it feels like somebody wrote down a really, really great idea. It's like, oh my god, a crazy sandbox open world game with Far Cry gameplay, but it's about religion uh-huh. and like what that could mean entail. That's great. Why don't I only give it half the effort? And kind of only go to the midway mark and just kind of cruise along comfortably there without yeah. really breaking new ground. And this that's actually that's a that's a really good point because Ubisoft is famous for always claiming uh, we're not it's political. not political. We're not we're not political. Yeah. And and now that you point that out, I can I'm, I'm like. Yeah, I agree because it's a half measure. Uh-huh. It's it's it has all the subtlety of a sledgehammer, yeah. but it doesn't, and it still doesn't say anything about the nature of religion or 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 right wing conservatism. And or, then the tragedy or, of it is that it wouldn't take much to actually say something. It's it's it deeply frustrating. It wouldn't take much, really, a, a tweak here and there. Yeah. And you could have a really powerful game that games critics and historians will be talking about for fucking decades. Exactly. Uh, but they don't want to they don't want to, you know, run the risk of, you know, missing out on they, they don't want to miss out on the money they could make this week uh, for the for the legend of following years, you know, which is I mean, that's video games in a nutshell, the industry anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's short-term gain over long-term, I guess, impact. Precisely, because it's it's not necessarily even like a, it's not short-term. It's not short-term versus long-term financial. It's short-term versus long-term. Um, uh, I guess, historiosity or 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 impact or or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Just like their place in the industry is always going to be seen as this company. And as more stuff has come out about Ubisoft, it's actually become less and less surprising 
that it's a company that would take half measures on stuff like this because obviously they the the leadership at the top was toxic. It was mm-hmm. a toxic work environment. People were um, people were abused, sexually harassed, uh, sexually assaulted. It it from the top from the very top. It's 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 a it's a a rotting fr- fish rots from the head. And I think when you look at Ubisoft, you look at a company that they are only concerned with. They're not concerned with the making they're not concerned necessarily with making art no. they're concerned with making as much money as possible as quickly as they can um they don't they don't they don't give away. a shit about the future in the they, in long long term sense they care about how much am i going to make right the fuck now that's what microtransactions right. are about that's and it's yeah and it's a shame because when you do look at far cry 5 as this, you know, Jam, you mentioned there are some some balance issues with the upgrade pathing and, and stuff like that. But in terms of gameplay, actual core mechanics, there has never been a game where I felt so satisfied oh. sneaking around the fucking tall grass with a bow. Oh, yeah. And just feels popping good. people popping people in the face with a bow and arrow. Like I just I was like, ooh, this feels nice, mm-hmm. you know, guys. It feels so good. It's it's, and I think that's the, always been the issue. I think I we've ta- we talked about this on one of the episodes of the book, and, yeah. and for me, it's like I am I am kind of at a point where, and I don't even have a kid uh, or a wife. I have a fiance, and that's close. But you know, I, it's like I I, but I'm sure. also at the point where I look at these fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty hour experiences, and I'm just like, oh no, thank you. Uh, could I could I please have something that I would enjoy that would last eight hours? That sounds great. Um, I would play that instead. Um, the only exception to that rule uh, over the years has been Far Cry. I keep coming back to Far Cry. I have beaten and played three through five, including Primal, including Blood Dragon, all of them. I've played through all of them twice at least. Uh, because they bring me so much comfort. There's something about the gameplay that just gets its hooks into me that if it was an Assassin's Creed game and I got in there and they're like, hey, there's music over here that you can unlock and you get you, uh, you know, find all the music notes in this area and you can find all the scientist notes over here and, find, and it becomes a collectathon. And I go, go fuck yourself. I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go play Sonic the Hedgehog. I have no interest <laughs> in this. Far Cry is the only exception to that rule. And uh, yeah, it's so frustrating to me because the balance, it, it, it's uh, as a writer, you look at that balance and, and it kind of wants to be, you can tell the writers, the, the, the writers kind of want you to think they're deep. Uh, that they're 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 you know <laughs> it's like we're thi- yeah like that's like we're thinking big big you know we're thinking about the big picture here and da 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 and it's like like in three it was all about the insanity and you know oh someone heard that old saying about insanity is repeating the same thing over and over again and it right. blew their fucking mind and they based an entire storyline around it um, yes you know four was about family and how far you're gonna go for that and and five yeah and five's religion and by the way i bought the pagan men outfit in five and every now and then i would see the wanted poster of myself and i go pagan men oh that's me right i'm wearing that (laughs) um and five you know they all creep right 
up to the edge of saying something, and then instead they give you hurt. You know, <laughs> they, they start to say something and instead they go, eh, but wouldn't you rather meet a guy who uh, has a weird obstacle course based around these zombified, you know, uh, uh, bliss takers instead? It, it feels that the moment you feel like you're getting close to something, you know, smart and, and yes, dare I say the word deep, uh, you it, it, it Grand Theft Autos itself. Yeah, right. And it goes into that over-the-top silliness, uh, which can be fun, but it, it, it feels like you're getting whiplash. The tone I, shifts. And you know what's the biggest irony is, I would say, um, I would say GTA 5 actually had things to say about, like, on the topic of masculinity. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it, actually, it actually had statements and theses about, like, the types of masculinity and toxic masculinity and all that. It's not like, it's not like the best that one in the thing in the world. Oh yeah. They're not gonna, it, it, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like, Oh, well I could see they were, they, they, they actually went over the line. They didn't do what the far cry writers and just tiptoe up to it. They were like, they actually took a little step, right? Not a big step, yeah. but they took a step and said something, you know, and red dead redemption Two, similar thing said something more about you know the the relationships that the found family and the relationships we build and all that stuff it's it's it just a little bit more um but then you have that you do have that tonal whiplash in particularly in far cry 5 and we were talking about that with that with the with the book mm-hmm. how absolution now jam we were talking about when we were talking about the 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 book um urban weight is basically he writes like Cormac McCarthy. Right. It is it is a very Urban, the, the Urban pros, Wade gave this video game franchise way more credit than maybe it was due. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> he gave he gave he gave so much effort to a Far Cry novel. Ugh, and it made me heart. actually want to try to yeah, bless his heart. It made me actually want to try like read some of his other books because he he was he was giving it his all with with that Far Cry novel. God, he um, tried. He tried. And the, the whip the the tonal whiplash between Far Cry Absolution and Far Cry 5 is hilarious it is it absolutely is when i when i when i read absolution for myself and make a video on it i'll touch on that i'm excited to hear about that well how different is the tone is is the book like darker like what how how would you describe that tonal difference it's very serious very very based on like you know it's it's kind of very grounded yes and Kevin pointed out immediately when we started reading it, he was like, he he describes the 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 forest a lot. <laughs> like, there are a lot of deep descriptions of the place around uh, around us, and it's it's there's there's a very again a very Cormac McCarthy, a man being a man, but in a literary uh, kind of way, um, examining the toxicity of being a man while also taking part in it. Um, right. And uh, it very, very smart. Uh, and, 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 and a lot, a lot of, of introspection. 
There's a yeah. lot of introspection. Okay. <laughs> and then Far Cry 5 just gives you Herc. Pretty Herc much. And a, and a, and a, goofy, a goofy bear named Cheeseburger. Guys, go to, go to Twitter. Pet the doggo. Hey, at can you pet the dog? Follow will, our account. Like I will say, I will say, possibly the greatest connection between the book and the video game is you do get the cheeseburger origin story. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know. It's a fucking bear. What? Absolutely. No, you get the cheeseburger origin story, and I, they There's don't. No, it's. It's not confirmed. They confirmed. But, uh, but, but God damn it, the, that's the cheeseburger origin story. It's the <laughs> cheeseburger origin story. <laughs> of all the things. Man, and like, I'm hearing all this and I'm thinking about it more and more. You mentioned Blood Dragon and that's kind of like, now is the moment where I realize, wait a minute. I think Far Cry Blood Dragon might be one of the best Far Cry games because it's not about anything and it's not trying to no, be about anything. They it's just, just a straight goofy up fucking... Exactly. Exactly. They just they're just like, we're just gonna yeah, you, you like these games? We're gonna we're gonna do it. Yeah. We'll we'll just get the guy, um I think it was Terminator one of the actors from Terminator who played I, I forgot, I haven't watched Terminator in ages. But like, we'll get that actor to play can play Rex Colt. We'll just make it so over the top and goofy. We're gonna match our turn your brain off gameplay with a turn your brain off story. And then everyone loved it. That's why everyone shit their pants when Far Cry three Blood Dragon came to Steam and had like a wasn't it recently announced that it was getting like an HD remaster or some sh something like that? Is it? I don't. There was know. there was some announcement Perhaps. a while ago that it showed off Blood Dragon. I could have sworn. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe mm. I'm just Mandela affecting myself. But like you may oh, be. Oh, oh. I don't remember that? There's there's an there's an animated series being made that's, for that's it. That's probably what it is. And that's with why Adi Shankar, Adi Shankar, who did the Castlevania series. Oh God. Oh, thank God, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was trying to remember, wait, was he the good guy or the bad guy from the Castlevania series? Because one of the creators was, like, not a great dude and got nixed because of sexual harassment. Um, oh, it wasn't God. him, I don't think. I, every, I'm losing yeah. track. I think it's, it's Adi Shankar. I think Adi Shankar is the... I'm looking at his Wikipedia right now, and there is no... Nothing about him on his Wikipedia yeah. about that. So I think All it's. Right. I think this is the right one. Go to go to Wikipedia. <laughs> immediately look for the controversy tab. If yes. there's none, you're good. You can follow it's their like, work. Personal life or controversy? Oh, okay, it's good. Yep, it's just, <laughs> we're clear. We're clear. But like that's that's the thing as well. It's like I'm thinking about Far Cry, and it's like the best Far Cry games don't hammer home about politics. That's why Far Cry 1 was such a success, because it's just like, you're this guy who's souped up on, like, I don't know what the fuck, and then you go and stop a drug-running plot, and I think that was also the gun-running thing for Far Cry 2. And then Far Cry 3 tried being a little very high-school philosopher, very high-school art. Yeah. And then Far Cry 4 <laughs> had Troy Baker. That's all I know about it. And Far Cry 5, it just continued the trend, and apparently Far Cry 6 does the same fucking thing. I haven't played it or read it, and I'm not going to spoil anything uh, I've heard about it, but yeah. it's, it's nothing so, to write all home I know, about. Yeah, all I know about Far Cry 6 is they got rid of the upgrade paths, and it's only weapon upgrades now. And I'm really nervous about that. Oh my lord, that's... Uh, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't touched so, it yet, I haven't, I've got so much to play, but... And I know, and that's the thing, I know when, because that's the thing, when I start playing that, it's going to be just that for a, for a little while. So I need to put that off for a minute, and thank God they took it off Steam, because uh, honestly, 
It's not on Steam, and if it was on Steam, I we would not be here right now. I'd be playing. It's the not game. on Steam. What happened? Did it get taken they, off? Uh, or are they, they just trying they, to? They, they've got it on the Ubisoft store, and they've got it on um, what's the other one? Um, Epic. Epic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Everything's they, on Epic Game Store now. Yeah, and they have uh, apparently they have no interest in uh, in putting it on Steam at the time. Uh, oh, so so because it's not so because it's not on Steam, it's not the ad for it is not in front of your face every time you precisely. open Steam. Precisely. Yeah. And it was on, it was on my, and it, that's the thing. It was on Steam for a little while when it was like in the pre-order like, mode and I had it on my wish list and, and you know, you get the little notifications. They delisted it. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if it was, off. if it was, that's the thing, if it was on Steam, uh, I, I would have bought it by now. It's uh, <laughs> just, just the convenience yeah. of it and everything. And the fact that it's yeah. on another platform, it's so, so silly, but there it is. So, one of the things about Far Cry in general is that it seems like when it is so there's there's like it, it, in front of it, there are two paths, two paths diverge in the road. <laughs> One is is make a statement about the topic that you're trying to actually make a statement about and, and just do it. They could do that and, and make a, a very artistic game or they could just lean into the Saints Row of, of it all and be Saints Row. Oh, and, and see, the, oh God, I can't believe I forgot Saint, <laughs> Saints Row. There it is. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's, that's an apt kind way of, to describe it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, I just be another Saints Row type of series it, and, yeah. and you'll be fine. It really says a lot when you kind of sit down and think about like Ubisoft's work ethic, aside from all the allegations, and you're like, man. It's surprising and kind of disheartening when Mario and Rabbids is a more political game than fucking Far Cry 5 is. You're just sitting there like, amazing? Jesus. You're just like... <laughs> and to, to be fair, it's for, Mario and Rabbids is just XCOM reskinned to be much brighter and more colorful, but I digress. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, man. But, like, I... Far Cry 5, it has the potential to really hit the mark. Great gameplay, and if they just really said something more, then it'd be great, because the music is pretty music is pretty good, the atmosphere. They pretty much almost nail everything, except the stuff that they're supposed to. I have no yeah. doubt in my mind that, like, despite the gameplay change they made, I wouldn't doubt that the Far Cry 6 gameplay is probably going to be pretty good. I, like, I bet know, it's like, going to be beautiful, uh, because, you know, Far Cry has always prided itself on being... Uh, you know, a shit show with weapons and ammo in a beautiful locale. Uh, and That's all I it needs the, to be. I, I bet it'll feel real good, and I bet it'll creep right up to the edge of saying something, and then dance merrily away. Yep. That's that's my expectation, too. And Yeah. Oh, man. Because that's what they've been doing, you know, for the past, what, 10 years, 15 years, whatever. And not uh, just with, not just with fucking, not just with Far Cry, but with their other titles, too. Sure. Like. Are, yeah. Like, Assassin's Creed doesn't really say much. That game has been on life support for ages. They well, almost did yeah. with Assassin's Creed 3, and then they went in a completely different direction. Um, I mean, Far Cry 4 was great, but not for any, like, overly political reason. But that, again, I digress. Um, I think that was my favorite of the of the modern era Far Cry. That was everyone's favorite. Like, yeah. I, could, I could go back and replay <laughs> it and... It makes me both afraid and very hopeful for Skull and Bones, which is just you like Far you, Far Cry, you like Assassin's Creed ship combat. Here's a multiplayer yep. game, and that's yep. going to be a hot dumpster fire when it releases it's, in twenty. It's going to be, and they're going to, and they're going to get my money. I, that's why. That's yeah. the world we live in now. I hate it. I'm <laughs> like, that's going to suck. In. I can't wait to give them my money. 
That's <laughs> that's how it goes, baby. That's just it, baby. That's that's video games for you. That's what oh it my is. God. It's so <laughs> frustrating. Oh god. I oh, love this hobby of ours. Thinking thinking about um thinking about Far Cry five and the really Zoe tones. Um and how it also misses some things and how like it was way too on the nose like Amazing Grace. It reminds me personal anecdote from my life that I mentioned in the server a couple times that um that Kevin and I share and just kind of yeah. other people. Um I used to date a very uh, very religious girl. And mind you, this for me was a mistake in my life for plenty of reasons. <laughs> and every time I think about Far Cry, I cannot help but think of her not because of any whimsical, oh she gave me this copy. No, but because she's very very similar to a character that appears in there. Oh, no. Um like to an absurd degree. Um, I can't name names because privacy reasons. Sure. But um, let's call, just for the sake of actually talking about this, a fake name for her, uh, Eve. Uh, so Eve ah, is, is girl I dated. Hey. <laughs> hey, um, there we go. That's what they call the callback. <laughs> hey, look at that. <laughs> Doing the funny Fortnite dance in my chair. Um, so, <laughs> so Eve. Um, I met her in college, and I always thought she was just kind of shy and introverted. And I was like, I kind of went to know her. She seems a little interesting. She was an artist. She was a painter. Ah. And we kind of chatted up, and I could tell that, okay, she's, you know, she's fond of me. Like, she and I were kind of getting along pretty well. And I got to the point where, of course, I met her family that lived in Indiana, which is definitely an oh-no moment. So after sure. taking a 16-hour <laughs> drive with this woman... um. Which was also very awkward because imagine sitting next to someone, a 20, almost 21 year old woman, and she turns to you and she's like, hey, uh, Sam, what's sex? And I'm just like trying not to crash after hearing that. <laughs> well, at least you had a full 16 hours to explain it. I mean, <laughs> that's about how long it took trying well, to I be very. I, and I'm not joking here, like. She asked, like, because she didn't exactly know, and I'm like, you're 20 and you don't know that? And I was like, oh, man, meeting her parents is going to be fucking wild. Um, <laughs> so I met them, and the father looks like Ted from Breaking Bad, and, you know, they're very, very, very Christian, very religious. And so I'm like, okay, I guess I'm along for the ride now. Just because I, I guess I thought it was nice. I, I guess it was, it just devolved into such a thing. So I go to church, and it's not a traditional Christian church. It's, it's one of those, how do I explain it? Maybe I should say doom cult churches where it's like, yep, because of this passage oh, no. and because of, be, because <laughs> of the, this very obscure Bible quote, uh, and Donald Trump taking the presidency, the end times are upon us, everybody. Oh, God in heaven. Donate, oh, donate. No. Yeah. Donate to go meet God in heaven. <laughs> yeah, really? Um, <laughs> like... I'm sitting here and I'm just like, this is a church. It was a mega church. It was one of those auditoriums that had a stage and a band and a little oh, thing that's for Christmas. Shameless. I don't see how you, uh, that's when, that's when, oh, see my dad's, my dad's side of the family's from North Alabama and we, and we've got, you know, there are plenty of them up there, the doomsday right. cultists, uh, but they have at least the, the, the humility to be tiny, obscure churches out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, mega church! God. Oh man, yeah, it had an auditorium, a big screen, and had the lyrics to Gloria. And I'm like, okay, I get those Twitter memes now about Gloria as I'm clapping oh. along awkwardly, <laughs> like, yeah, this is great. What the fuck am I got myself into? 
And <laughs> this whole time, I'm noticing so many weird things. Like Eve, she was like very stiff around her father, just kind of robotically like stiffening up and turning her father in an Atlanta bread and being like, I love you, daddy. And I'm like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. What oh. the fuck is happening? <laughs> and like, I got scared because apparently this guy was nearly an Olympic runner. Like, if he had trained any more for the Olympics, he would have gone. But I guess he chose family or some sh- I don't fucking know. The dude ran at 6 a.m. every morning. I bet, he, I bet he's chosen family several times. Uh, I think only three <laughs> times. Um, but, like, all of this suffice to say that that was a much more religious experience than Far Cry 5 was. Let alone the fact that um, they played f- they paid for the plane ride back because we drove Eve's car. I remember going to the airport and just feeling sick, like, oh, God, there must have been just something in the water. Oh, Jesus. So I go to a bar. I'm 20 years old. And I'm just like, can I get, can I get like a quart of alcohol? And they give it to me without carting me. I think they saw just how much the trip affected me. It was such a draining experience. And then I also did NyQuil on the plane, which probably didn't help. Uh, my dad, yeah, when he picked no. me up, was like, you, you okay? You look like you've been on a bender. It's like, I wish. Fucking, that'd be nice. He drove home, thankfully. So, but man, all this to say is that religion, if you do it right, should be draining in a very special kind of way. Uh, (laughs) And Far Cry Five, Far Cry Five didn't feel that way. It was something to laugh at and just feel kind of. It's funny. It was great. Um, It was good to feel you felt a little superior. You know, just yeah. Oh, I also saw a zebra in Indiana. That was cool. That's about it. Um, <laughs> I'm, not sh- I'm not shitting you. I saw like a zebra and a llama. They were just in a pen together and they were hanging out. And I was just like, it's them. There they are. You're, 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 there they you are. Look at the zebra and the llama and you're like, maybe we can all get along. Maybe we can Maybe. <laughs> maybe we oh, can all make Maybe. It. Oh, man. In the true spirit of Far Cry 5, we all we all work better together. That's, that's the takeaway. I think that's the message, really. I I can't think of a a more appropriate message to go with Far Cry 5. Yeah, also, by the way, if you buy our other products, you get a cool costume. You want to play a Rainbow Six Siege Operator? We'll spend money. You know you do. You You know you do. You want want the Far Cry outfit? Not Far Cry outfit. The Assassin's Creed outfit? I don't know why I'm getting confused. (laughs) Get Origins, which I got for free because a buddy got a graphics card and just gave me the code. I was like, thanks. I played it for five minutes. Yeah. I wouldn't mind playing as Ezio in Far Cry. It works. That might have been a costume in 3 or 4. If not, that's a shame. I know it was a costume in Metal Gear Solid 4. I can give you my, my name top... My Ezio Auditore. My, my top two favorite Assassin's Creed games. Uh, number four, playing a pirate. That right. was actually Yar. really worthwhile. All the good sea shanties. Easy. Uh, because I was in a in a sea shanty group in high school before TikTok was even a glimmer in its father's eye. That's my <laughs> hipster cred. Um, and uh, the second one would probably be that shitty uh, QB one that they made for the phone. Um, and the rest of them can burn in hell. I hate them yeah. all so much. <laughs> That's fair. I hate that franchise so much because every time I start to enjoy it, they lure me in and then they yank me out and it's like, oh, and there's this weird conspiratorial war between, you know, in your modern times again. And like, I don't want to be modern times. I was a pirate. Oh, my God. God. Just let me be a pirate. Just let me be a pirate. All right. But we're going to save that for when we inevitably read a. I'll tell you what, Jam, you want to be on when we read an Assassin's Creed book? Yes, because there's a billion Assassin's Creed books. 
So good exactly. luck. <laughs> no, seriously. Go there's a there's a whole list I found. The thing that inspired me to make Game Library was I was just browsing Wikipedia and I found a, I found um an article, just list of novels based on video games. I'm like, wait, this is the opposite of like The Witcher or Metro, where the novel came first, the game came after. This is, you know, the novel is based off uh the fucking um uh, the novel is based off the game. And yeah. I guess it also started because the first tie novel I ever read was Mass Effect Ascension. Mass Effect is a series very near and dear to my heart. Very near and dear to my heart. Uh, I hate it. I love it. But I hate it. But I love it. Sure. And it just, <laughs> I'm looking through the list and it's like, uh, I'm off the top of my head, five, ten. There's, I see 15 on this list, Assassin's Creed novels. Not to mention oh. the WoW novels. I'm never touching WoW because I don't like MMOs in the first place, but... I, you know, I am Phil, I am ups, I'm upset with how much I enjoy uh, WoW, and I can't, I just can't go back to it. That's and understandable. You know Speaking of a lot of novels, uh, Phil is trying to trick me into reading Warhammer 40k. Jesus yeah. Christ. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's oh, just endless. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm basically trying to trip him as he steps down a flight of stairs. Yeah. Because <laughs> if I'm going to fall down this flight... Forever, I need a friend. You, you need someone to send down to hell with. Pretty much. You know, just like Resident Evil 5 slogan, face your fears together. I don't remember what the slogan was. That game it was, it was sucked. A, yeah. It's terrible. Oh, man. So, we've, I think we've determined the core issues of Far Cry 5. We, we hate it. We love it. There's things that are okay about it. There's things that are great about it. There's things that are really fucking dumb about it. Uh, <laughs> we just put our hearts, o- hands over our hearts and start singing the Star Spangled Banner at the top of our lungs. That's, oh my god, yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. Uh, much so, Hell yeah. <laughs> Jam, where can people find you on the internet? Okay, so my name is confusing, so write this down. Um, I'll probably change it in the future. If I do, I'll make a big, like, billboard campaign about it. Um, it's at jam, 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 jamule. That's four jams and a yule. Um, spelled like Samuel, because that's a funny thing. Um, uh, very briefly, I'll explain when I got my uh, voter registration card, because in the States, you have to register to vote. Um, when I got it, um, I guess they misread my name. I signed it with an S, but they like, oh, Jamuel. So I have an official government document that says my name is Jamuel. Amazing. Um, so I took it and ran. Um, but if you <laughs> look up Jamuel and you see Klonoa, that's me. Um, at Jam 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 Jamuel on Twitter. Uh, same thing for YouTube. I have a series called Game Library. Very soon I'll have an hour long episode out where I talk about uh, Arkham Knight, the Riddler's Gambit. Check it out. Watch it with a friend. Tell your friends. Um, cry that it took forever. Uh, have a great time. Get me to a hundred followers on Twitter. Let's go. Hell yes, hundred hundred followers on Twitter. I'm, that is I'm almost there. That is the new goal. That almost shouldn't be too that hard. Is, let's if give, you are let's listening, I'm at I'm at ninety six. I was at ninety nine like a few days ago, and then I guess they decided people decided to unfollow me. Thanks, thanks, weird Japanese VTuber that followed me for five minutes. He had my hopes up. <laughs> Got his hearts. Oh, I hate it. I even subbed you on YouTube just to be nice. I gotta go fix that Those now. Those VTubers. Oh, Those VTubers are coming in and taking no our good. jobs. That's true. I, I'm talking. Spirit. I'm I'm looking right at you, Dark Fry. Absolutely. <laughs> when are you gonna guest on Pixel at Far Far Cry? Dark Fry. I quit. Um. 
I can't speak. We're done here. <laughs> what a hearty talk about America. Um, very beautiful America. Well, that about that about does it for this episode of Pixel It. I hope you all have enjoyed it. Uh, if you can go and follow us on Twitter at PixelitPod, and if you're listening to us on Apple. Remember to scroll down to the bottom and hit five stars and leave us a nice five-star review. It truly helps our discoverability in that search platform within the Apple Podcasts. Otherwise, remember to follow and share. Share us with everybody. Share us with your family. Share us with your friends. Uh, Share us with your enemies uh, because your enemies deserve good podcasts too. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Good night.